Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Welcome to Wolf 359. There. Mm. Much better. Thank you, Eiffel. You're not welcome. Let's just get this over with. I noticed some changes from our previous encounter. Where are the firearms? The handcuffs? Don't look so pleased with yourself. You're only on the Mad Scientist work release program to help change Hero's station monitors. Anything else? Yes, yes. No, no! If you even blink without my permission, I will shove a screwdriver so far up I your- I vent over terms of my cooperation with Commander Minkowski in great detail. This unpleasantness is unnecessary. <sighs> Whatever. Let's go, Finkelstein. We'll start in engineering and move up from there. Minkowski and Loveless are working on the shuttle for the whole rotation, so- Work should not take more than two hours. The Hephaestus monitoring system is based upon a simple- Hey! Hey, hey! What? Stay to my left, Hilbert. I am on your left. <coughs> You're drifting. Towards what, exactly? Other side of all? Just float where I can see you, okay? What is wrong today, Eiffel? Where is cheery, incomprehensible communications officer we all know and love? He's stuck doing repairs with the KGB. I fell. Stopping that woman is as much in my interest as yours. We are in same boat, no? No, Darth Virus, we're not. And remember that I was the one who foiled your plans for world domination the last time. What? Nothing. You're looking at me. I am considering your last statement. Oh? About how I beat you? If you insist on calling it that. But even in what I will very generously term your victory, you were dependent upon other agents. Say that in English. You did not beat me. You needed help from AI, from Minkowski. Uh, yeah. It's called being part of the crew. You ever meet anyone that could get things done all on their lonesome? Only one. Her name is Isabel Lovelace.
still think it's the alignment of the turbine filters. No, it's not. There's feedback coming from the power couplings. Yeah, given the stuff you were using as sealant, not surprised. Come on, let's open up the turbines and take a look. Half a dozen other systems could be causing these short circuits. Why are you set on the turbines? We're gonna have to run diagnostics on them sooner or later. If they check out fine, then we'll know. What are we gonna lose? Time. A lot of it. Loveless, you cannot just order the ship to quick march. All this mess? It's going to take time. How did Eiffel put it? How did Eiffel put what? Don't be coy. Oh, that. Yeah, he told me. You unnerved him pretty badly, which, on a personal level, is a huge compliment to your command presence. I haven't been able to scare him like that in God knows how long. You don't need to. He trusts you. And you don't? Of course not. Should I? Whatever you think we're doing or trying, we're not. You have my word. Even though all your repair suggestions take at least twice as long as mine? We are asking this heap of scrap metal and radiation to take us across eight light years of vacuum. Can't be too careful. You really can't. And on the subject of being careful, Commander, any attempt to delay these repairs or, God help you, sabotage this ship would be an act of Olympic-level stupidity. And I say that with a lot of fondness in my heart. I'm not here to play nice, but right now I am the only person actively working on getting us out of this pointless nightmare. If you get in my way, very bad things will happen. Are we clear? Crystal. Good. Because all of these antics are the nice way of saying, again, with the greatest respect, drop it. That's the nice way? Pray you never hear the rough way. Now, with all of that said, would it be productive for us to disassemble the turbine? Yes. Okay, let's get to it. May I have wire cutters? Why do you need them? To cut a wire? Really, Eiffel? Trust me or take me back to observation deck, but pick one. Only thing you gain by this angry kitten face you're making is wasted time. Here. No. Fine. You want to do this, Kurtz? We'll go. No, I don't trust you. And you want to know why? Because you don't even get why I don't trust you. I know that was English, but please repeat it. Me? No trust you. With a toothpick. For all I know, that's how you injected me with your crazy death elixir in the first place. I do not think a toothpick would be an effective transfer mechanism. Not the point! What is point? That you don't think you've done anything wrong. You think I'm the one with a bad case of the touchy-feelies. All you did was put a lame-o superhero origin story serum in my body. What could possibly be wrong with that? Eiffel, I have told you. The decima virus is in your system, yes, but latent. It can be controlled. I have made vast improvements since last round of full-scale trials. Yeah, I know, I know. 
It's new! It's improved! It makes you cough up your lungs at a slower rate! It's the Decimavirus 5G! 599 plus tax! <sighs> you are the one that does not get it! You think I'm in control of this project? It was Command that classified you as expendable asset, that gave you first exposure samples before I even knew your name. They made the decision. They gave orders to terminate your life at Christmas. My job has always been to keep you alive and well. I did not ask for this hand, I feel. But I will play it through to the end. For your sake as much as anything else. Reason 3007 why I don't trust you. Expendable asset. What am I supposed to do, Eiffel? Destroy the virus samples? You could do that? <sighs> the hard drives you and Minkowski took contain full inventory and containment protocols. If that will make you feel better, then by all means, instead of rigging ship to stop Mad Captain, we can go back to my lab and smash things. You won't have to think about experiment with potential to radically improve human life. For however long you live, in any case. But maybe that's good. Maybe that's what real cool pop culture person wants. To go like Lambert. And Hui. From the first Hephaestus mission? How did they go? <sighs> Slowly. A shame. Dr. Hui was very gifted computationally, if too easily distracted. Officer Lambert was no great mind, but I liked him. Very professional. Didn't stop you though, did it? Nothing stops science, I feel. The only question is whether it helps or hurts. And there's reason 3008. Do you even hear how messed up you sound? Talking about people you knew. People you supposedly liked, like... Like... Uh, I don't know. Phone apps. Oh, this one was super effective. That one could have been more useful. He was very nice man. All that crew. Very nice people. Now they're all very dead people. Or deranged. What did all that niceness accomplish? Who has it helped? I feel you have chance to make amazing contribution to humanity. Eh, nope, sorry. It's a nice speech, Doc, but it'd sound a lot better if they hadn't died because you experimented on them. They had the same chance. No, is different. We can do better. This time, no, no, this time. This isn't even a choice. Nobody asked me if I wanted to be your guinea pig. Well, I'm asking you now. As long as you're on this station, we have opportunity to do something of real worth. If you do not want to push experimentation further, I... I will respect that. But at least believe that I know my own work, that the only thing I want is positive results. We don't have time for this. Back to work then. Yeah, back to work. There. Secure it? Yeah, got it. So, what 
is your plan anyway? What plan? The plan. The grand plan you have to get your people out of here? To get everyone back home in one piece and show command who's boss? I knew it. You have nothing. That's not true. I... I have three people who depend on me. I have a space station full of corporate secrets and some of the most advanced biomolecular research anyone's ever done. And and we might be on the verge of first contact with alien life. Oh, you're as good as dead then. None of that's going to get the job done. <sighs> Look, I'm all in favor of getting even with Cutter and the rest of Canaveral. But don't you ever wonder if you might be going too far? The greatest asset that we have on our side is the Hephaestus. And if I, for instance, blew it up, I'd lose a considerable degree of leverage over the enemy. Not to mention the element of surprise for my one-woman suicide mission. Fun, though. Oh, so everything I say or do gets scrutinized, but you just get to laugh off the problems with your plan. At least I have one. You're afraid, Minkowski. You're afraid you'll fail these mostly innocent, entirely wonderful people who've made the mistake of trusting you. I've been there. But sitting around doing nothing? Stumbling from one emergency to the next? Come on. We both know the word for that. Wait, we've been interrogating Hilbert. We're going to use that information and- And what, win the science fair? Wake up! This is the fight of our lives and you are sitting around in a barrel waiting to get shot. I'm sorry if you disagree with some of my calls, but honestly, It's about time somebody started making choices around here. Huh. That's weird. (sighs) Whatever you say. No, really. I think this was way out of alignment. Must have gotten knocked around pretty badly when you docked with us. There. Can you? Yeah, I got it. sounds better. It does. All right. Come on. Let's clean this up and go run the sequence. Shouldn't we keep working on the filters for the other turbine? No. We should see if it made things better or worse. Keep track of what affects what. Can't be too careful, right? Right. Sure. I've been thinking, what a refreshing change of pace. This pet project of yours, Decima, how'd you decide any of this was a good idea? I I get you like science, but Eiffel, I don't like science. (laughs) The Decima project is my life's work, but I don't like it the way you like pizza or your useless cigarettes. You underestimate my attachment to both of those things. That's just it. It is attachment. No greater utility. Right, and you're so concerned with the lilies of the field and the floppy hoppy bunnies. All I'm saying is there's no room for affection in science. There shouldn't be. You got any more of those, Confucius? Fine, fine. Let's just find the monitor. Bet you never met a bunny you didn't experiment on. Oh, sure, sure. Big, mean scientists should never do anything with risk. 
even if could reap vast benefit and a large amount of suffering, should not find way to understand cell development and degradation. Much too scary. Just pat little rabbits on the head and never think about death. It works so well. Everyone does just fine. Just keep delaying anti-radiation medication, put the funding somewhere else. Who needs it? Just have pets on American television. That made real difference for sister. Can make up for everything. Wait, 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 wait. You have a sister? Oh, I, I was speaking hypothetically. The point is... The point is that you just revealed something genuine about yourself. Ten points to Slytherin. I... It could all be a clever lie. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Oh, look! Monitor! This conversation not productive. Let's... No, no, no. You want me to trust you? Time for a pop quiz. Prove you're a real boy edition. You answer a question, I give you a tool, and maybe, maybe we both walk out of here with a door prize. Mm, it's all shallow nonsense. Just hand me socket wrench, I fell. Shallow nonsense is my job description. What's your sister's name? Fine. Fine is a weird name for a girl. Olga. Now, give me socket wrench. There. Wasn't that fun? I need the copper, please. And I need to know how many of your siblings kept wabbits. Just the one, and not rabbits. Cats, we were youngest. Older ones, I don't remember. Already too far gone from the radiation poisoning. From the what now? I was four when Volgograd meltdown occurred. I remember it, in fact. Big cloud, smelled sour and like burnt eggs. I turned bold before I was five. There. Is that sufficiently irrelevant detail? Hand me pliers. What happened to your sister? I do not understand why this makes any difference to you. Is... is she okay? Officer Eiffel, I haven't said one word about a member of your family. Not one. Can you perhaps do me the same courtesy? Yeah, I... yes, okay. Screwdriver. Who are you? I fell. Last question. What's your name, Doctor? Dimitri. Dimitri Ilich Bulogin. That's my given name. And that was the last sensor. So, are we done here? still don't trust you, Dmitri Volodin. At all. But you can keep your death virus snack packs if they're so important. Don't give me that grin, Tolstoy. We're going right back to the observation deck. Of course. I expect nothing less. Yeah, well, good. Not good, but it is start. Maybe you'll come around. Maybe soon. Okay, life support. Hira, can we hand this over to you? Run the sequence through to the end, and let's just see how far we get. Whatever you say, Commander. Thank you, Hira. 
You're awfully polite to her. Any reason why I shouldn't be? It doesn't exactly align with the rest of your plans. Hmm. Okay, listen. You want to call me a coward? I can take that. You want to call the shots? I won't pretend it isn't fantastic to have someone else who's competent enough to make decisions around here. But what I can't accept, the reason I haven't started calling you sir, I do not understand why any officer worth a damn would risk their people's lives for something as selfish as revenge. You'd drop those scruples pretty fast if you knew what I've been through. Then explain it to me. Explain what happened so that I really understand. I want you to imagine losing Officer Eiffel. Imagine losing him slowly, by inches, so he knows there's no hope. Imagine having to be a leader to someone in that kind of pain and fear and darkness for months. Now imagine having to do it four times. I can't. But Eiffel isn't the only person on my crew. I care about him, and Hira, and damn it all, even Hilbert. I care about you, Captain. I know you don't believe me, but I am going to find a way to prove that I want to help you. That's a good start. Wait, what? Please reconfirm. We need to be sure. The startup sequence has been successfully completed. The spaceship is operational. <gasps> Looks like you were right. It really was the turbines. Uh, yes? That really did the trick. Good thinking, Commander. I wouldn't have looked at those for ages. Happy to be of assistance. You what? <coughs> I may have... No, no, I did fix Loveless's ship. Why in the name of every possible definition of sanity would you do that? I didn't mean to. I wanted to give you and Hilbert enough time. I never dreamed it had actually solved the VX-3's problems. Well, congratulations, Commander. You're just too good at your job. Eiffel, I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. I can't believe you failed at failing. You had one job. <sighs> I know. Okay, well, we've got three hours until Loveless wants to boldly go. So where do we spring this off off-Broadway production? What are you talking about? Sensors are in place. Everything else is set. We just need to switch Hira's inputs over and brace for fake comments. Eiffel, we lost our window. I know it's my fault and I'm sorry, but we don't have time for this anymore. What? We have to act more aggressively. Excuse me if I'm not convinced that the rational response to our setback here is whack-a-mole. I'm not. No one's getting whacked, but we are going to use the knockout gas. And when exactly is that going to go down? Um, five minutes and 22 seconds. What? Have you lost your mind? 
What Freaky Friday universe have we warped into where suddenly you're the ship's idiot? Don't even start down that path with me, Eiffel. It does not end well for you. It cannot be worse than the mistake you're about to make. This is the backup plan we all agreed on, remember? Just because you don't have the nerve to pull the trigger doesn't mean- I have mean plenty it. nerve. <laughs> okay, glorious leader. I've had it up to here with you writing me off. How about you listen to the person who stopped one crazy maniac already, who got him to talk? Love is expecting us to try something like this and it's going to backfire. <laughs> don't have time for you to pull the cotton candy rabbit out of you your- You be quiet. <laughs> should sit down? Uh, well, that's not good. That's... That's a lot of blood. Officer Eiffel, what's wrong? <laughs> Just gotta catch my breath. <coughs> Hira, we need medical assistance. Now! This has been Wolf 359 by Kinda Evil Genius Productions. Tonight's episode was written by Sarah Shackett and directed by Gabrielle Rubina. The roles of Eiffel and Hilbert were played by Zach Valenti. The role of Minkowski was played by Emma Shersharko. The role of Hero was played by Michaela Swee. And the role of Loveless was played by Cecilia Lynn Jacobs. Original music by Alan Rohde and audio recording by Jared Paul and James Schoen. Want to prove that you're a real cool pop culture person? Show off your credentials <clears throat> by leaving a review on our iTunes page. Follow us on Tumblr and Twitter at Wolf359 Radio to get the latest news and extras. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Dum Dums and Dice would like to welcome you to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium in The Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. Newly promoted Inquisitor Lucius Valentine has received visions of the death of the immortal God Emperor. With few options before him, he teams up with hive-bred criminal siblings Lyric and Alto. Together, they must defeat a cabal of shadowy foes to save the Emperor and the Imperium. Can this trio of unlikely heroes survive in a galaxy where there is only war? The Emperor is going to die in a year. My job is to make sure the Emperor doesn't die. Because if the Emperor dies, the Astronomicon goes out. And the only thing keeping the Imperium alive is the fact that we have a very large navy and a very large army and space marines, and they shoot everyone. It's delightful. Praise the Emperor. Thanks for that. But if the Astronomicon goes out, we have no navy, we have no ability to defend ourselves, and the Xenos and Chaos will overrun us instantly because there will be no defense. So every planet will turn out like Galen's glory? And that would be the best case scenario. Which is why we need to keep the Emperor 
on his throne. I spit in my palm and put my hand out for a handshake. Am I supposed to do something in return? Is this, I'm sorry, I just don't know what this is. Alto's like, yeah, like this. He spits in his hand and puts it out towards you as well. Then I spit in both palms and shake their hands separately. <laughs> we have an inquisitorial band. Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy. Available now.